The Blaze Radio Network. On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. You're listening to Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Thank you so much for sticking with me, America. As always, this show goes out every Saturday at noon Eastern and This is my last break for a very long time because I've got a lot of things and stuff to share with you over the coming weeks and months. So if you check out, if you go to check us out, if you look for Jonathan Dunn or Freedom's Disciple on SoundCloud, iTunes or Google Play Music, um, subscribe, share it with your family and your friends, get them involved because I think they're going to like or they're going to need to hear what I have to say over the coming weeks and months because I'm excited and I'm excited for the first time in a while. Also, if you happen to listen to us on iTunes, please give us a rating and a review. It'd be eternally appreciated. It it helps the algorithm and gets your show promoted even higher. So anything you can do, I'd appreciate it. I want to fast forward to 2017, to America today, and America the country. Because it seems that a lot of people today, both on left and right, always focus on America the country. One of the things I am most passionate about, and if you've listened to me, <laughs> I think if you've listened to me for five minutes, and this is, or this is your first show, me talking in the first two segments and not mentioning the Constitution is a rarity. I truly love your Constitution. I love your founding documents because they set the tone for everything. They set, it's that foundational building block everything else is built on. And I thought the right got that. I thought the Tea Party got that. I saw so many people speak about the Constitution over the last eight years. I was like, finally, they, they, they truly love the Constitution like I do. And it's becoming more and more obvious with each passing day that people just wrap, are wrapping themselves in the Constitution just because it's a talking point. The Constitution on both sides of the aisle, is nothing more than opposition politics. Because you look at the right today, and I know they've only had power for really four months, but how many people do you actually hear talk about the Constitution? It's very rare. Who are talk- who's talking about the Constitution today? It's the left. You hear it, you saw it in the, the case against um, Donald Trump's Muslim ban, states' rights. 
You saw it against his, the case in sanctuary cities. Well, states' rights. Yet, for the last eight years, you've had a president and you were silent. When he was going around, I've got a pen and I've got a phone. When he was writing executive order after executive order after executive order, you were silent. Yet now you care about federalism and the Tenth Amendment. And the right have become silent. I look at this whole healthcare issue. And again, this is not Donald Trump, ladies and gentlemen. This is people like Ted Cruz. People like Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows is the head of the House Freedom Caucus. And I did a few Facebook live videos on him if you want to check out my profile. But they are now talking about supporting Obamacare repeal and replace. I'm sorry, but if you want to wrap yourself in the Constitution, you've got to understand Article 1, Section 8, and the 18 clauses in the Constitution, which I think I did it on this show. Healthcare isn't one of them. But yet they're now in getting involved in supporting an unconstitutional bill. Even Ted Cruz is talking about it in the Senate. We're going to improve the bill from the House, but we're going to get premiums down. No one talks about their oath of office, about protecting, preserving, and defending the Constitution. It's all about getting things done. No one seems to care about the Constitution anymore. Only when you're in opposition. But it goes so much further. Look at the world today. Just take a step back for a minute. And this is not political. Just take a step back. Look at all the earthly possessions we have today. I'm in my 30s. I spoke to you when I was a child, flying to America, ne- you never heard of it. I'm sure some rich people did it, but people from where I was from didn't. I say this all the time, nine years ago, when George Bush was still in office, I couldn't listen and couldn't do what I do today. The technology wasn't great enough. We have more possessions today than we have ever had in our history. And I know people will focus in on the rich and how much possessions they have. I know, John, in income inequality. No, let's just focus in on the poor. If you are classed as poor, one of the possessions you have is an Xbox. Or a PlayStation or one of those game souls. You have a TV. We have more possessions, whether you're rich or poor or in be- anywhere in between, than we have ever had before. Yet, yeah, are we more happy Or are we more depressed? I've witnessed firsthand your politics for the last 17 years. I've witnessed a Republican president. I've witnessed a Democratic president for eight years. And I'm now witnessing a Republican president in office four months. And both sides act the same way. Both sides are patriotic when it's their guy in power. It was popular to be down and hurt about America and American exceptionalism when Obama was in office. But now all of a sudden your guy is in power, whether it was George Bush or Donald Trump, all of a sudden you have this sense of optimism and the other side is freaking out. It's the same on the left. The left for eight years, everything was peachy and rosy. Everything was wonderful. All of a sudden, Donald Trump has won and the world is going to crumble. 
Both sides in politics and ideology, both sides see themselves as the good guys and the other side as the devil. Both sides have spoken about Congress in ends justified means. You have now heard two presidents, and yes, this is about Donald Trump and Barack Obama, talking about the archaic rules of the Senate and holding things up. And if just things would weren't so procedural and have so many rules, things would be so much easier to govern, and we'd get so much more done. It seems the spirit of the Constitution and of your federal government has been lost on both sides. Because your founders didn't want, you know, things to get done quickly. They set things up specifically to get things done slowly. So that you couldn't have a wave election and make dramatic changes overnight. Look at what matters to people. You see what's in the news, and this is on Facebook, on social media, so the people believe this. It's in the media, and it's in your politicians. Everyone only cares about the almighty dollar, the country, America the country, America the almighty dollar. Are we winning? What's our trade surplus, our trade deficit? How much are the poor on? What's the minimum wage? It's all about the dollar. It's all about doing well. It's all about what have I got? What have you done for me lately? You see this in polls, and while I don't pay much attention to polls, you see this right now in your people. The polls for Obama, its popularity is at an all-time high. Why? Because your people, your media, and your politicians are talking about taking something away from you. This always happens. I don't like something, I don't like it. Oh, you're taking it away from me? Oh, I love it. It's the best thing ever. I need it. It's all about doing well. It's all about winning. All about optics. It seems in 2017, America is all about America the country. It is so sad to this outsider that no one gets the deeper meaning of America. Bear with me, because I'm getting to a point. And it's a point you will like, because in case you haven't, I'm sure there's a lot of people who haven't liked what I've said so far, but bear, please bear with me. I also don't get a lot of my friends on the right. I had a very interesting Two conversations within an hour of each other, with an American and a European, which is so enlightening to how people think today. I was babysitting about two weeks ago for my Irish cousin. And the friend who I hadn't spoken to in a while messaged me on Facebook. And this friend, quote-unquote, isn't the most tactful in their approach. And it was, hey, I see you haven't been posting much and you haven't been doing your podcast. Have you been left from the blaze? Have you finally woken up and, and realized Glenn Beck is a sellout and a shill and you've come to your senses? And I was like, no, just taking time out. Have you left the blaze? Nope, still with them, still love them. Awesome company. Hmm, have you gotten the Trump train yet? This is literally the way the conversation went. 
Uh, no, I'm still talking about the same things I talk about all the time. It won't change regardless of who's in office. And I got told, well, it's time to wake up. I got this message a lot. It's time to wake up and jump on the train. It's time to jump on board this populism movement. And there was a back and forth. And I, at the end of the conversation, he thought populism was wonderful. He thought this, this nationalist populist movement that you're part of right now is just awesome. And I went, just for my own clarification, do you mind if I ask you a question? Sure. What do you think of democracy? Oh, democracy sucks. I hate people who think America is a democracy. I went, good to know. And I just went, leave it at that. And it's so interesting because my cousin came in. And she was home early and we decided to talk and eventually went to politics because, I don't know, they don't like Trump anyway. And I went, you know, they've got two young kids, three young kids actually now. They just had a baby. And uh, they were like, I just hope when my kids grow up they won't see this, this populist movement, this populist crap. I'm so sick of it. I hope one day, but when they grow up and older, we'll get back to sane democratic principles. And I just went, after the conversation I've just had on Facebook, it's hilarious. That person who's decided to wants me to get on the Trump train and on the populist movement is a right-winger. Was part of the Tea Party. As in a supporter. My cousin, if she could have voted in America, there's not a chance in hell she doesn't vote for Hillary Clinton. Yet, do you notice what they both said? They got focused in on the labels. One was for populism and against democratic democracies. One was against populism and was for democracy. They're both saying the same thing. Yet, I guarantee you, if they got to know each other, they'd hate each other. Or, chances are they would. They both want democratic principles. Democracy is nothing more than populism. Elected populism. Wave elections, 50% plus one. Populism just happens to be a quicker wave. But neither respect God, neither respect the individual, neither respect God-given inalienable rights. And no one, neither respects liberty if it's not popular. We are in a crazy world right now. And this brings me to France. The amount of my friends on the right who have become openly one-issue voters kind of makes me question how you can become a one-issue voter. But everyone has their own choice. But we're openly Le Pen supporters. They saw a few fancy catchphrases from Marie Le Pen on Islam, agreed with it, and then automatically supported her. Let me share a story of your history. Because what is happening right now, the way I see the world, is American right is shifting closer and closer and closer to the European right. And historically and today, they are not the same. Let me share a quick story with you. George Washington and Thomas Paine, two American patriots, right? Well, after you had declared your independence from Britain and had won, you were in Philadelphia writing and agreeing on the Constitution and then later on the Bill of Rights. Well, Thomas Paine was in Europe doing different things at the time. 
and Thomas Paine became obsessed with the French Revolution. In fact, he became so obsessed with the French Revolution that he wanted America to get involved. And George Washington and him had a big falling out over it and had a bigger falling out later in years. And I'll tell you why. Because Thomas Paine kept saying, they're just like us, they're just like us. Freedom, liberty, they're just like us. Imagine another uprising. We have to support it. They supported us. And George Washington said, no, they are nothing like us. I wish they were, but they are not. And I got to the point where they got really angry with each other. And Thomas Paine said, you have to come over. And nope, we cannot. They are not like us. And George Washington warned Thomas Paine. He said, if you go over there, go for it. But when you find out it's not the same, do not come calling to us and to me for help. Well, Thomas Paine wasn't happy. And he went over anyway. And he thought this was just the same as an American Revolution. But then eventually he woke up when he saw the guillotines coming out. And he was imprisoned. And he called for help. And George Washington did not respond. And that caused even more hate amongst the two. You can learn more about this if you want to Google it. But eventually Thomas Paine went back to America and a lot of his later work was not good. You can read it and make up your own mind. But that is what I feel like the world is today. France, Marie Le Pen is just like us. No, she's not. No, she is not. She is a big, big government person. I have yet to hear her talk about God-given rights, about the individual, about free market economics, about being born with certain rights, about government that are not there to give rights, but are there to protect them. And there are also worrying trends, which is even more worrying from an American point of view, where if she had got in, she made no secret she would have sided with Russia. Why would America want someone to win when they're going to side with Russia? And then there are also the Russian funds to her her campaign and the links to anti-Semitism. Now you can support her for whatever issue you want. I am probably as... You're probably as confused about me as I am about you at times. But I will never side with a tyrant. Soft or hard. And that is what Marie Le Pen is. So, I've been feeling lost. I've been feeling somewhat hurt. Because it's kind of like, you know, give you a simple analogy. I was dating America. And America's changed. Because I don't think I have changed. And I've been feeling, what's my role? What do I need to do? What can I do? Maybe I should just give up. And I've been thinking a lot about quitting over the last three, four months. And especially over the last month. And I came dangerously close to quitting. Until someone sent me a video. And it's a video I'm sure most of you have seen before because I shared it with a few people. And everyone, yeah, I've seen that. That's, I've, everyone's seen that. It's been viewed millions of times. I hadn't. And if I had, I hadn't remembered it. 
and I normally remember things. And when we come back, I want to share a part of that video because I finally found my role. And the reason I'm sharing this with you, because maybe, just maybe, this might be your role too. And it might give you some comfort knowing your role. And it might just make a difference to both our salvation, to our moods, to your country, and to the world. Don't go anywhere, America. I'll be right back. Before you go, I just wanted to thank you personally for checking out this short clip from last weekend's Freedom's Disciple podcast. I also wanted to encourage you to subscribe for free to our podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music, where we release new content every Saturday at noon Eastern, based around faith, American exceptionalism, and why this Irishman defends the idea of America. I hope this content will make you think and that you'll enjoy it. God bless. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on demand. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. 